This is the More Than Work podcast, where we talk all about how to gain more satisfaction in your job. It's possible to enjoy your life and your work, because business is personal. Hello, More Than Workers. Today, we are going to talk about bad days. So a couple of weeks ago, Matt, whom I have worked with for half a decade at this point, we know each other very well. Yeah. I could tell that Matt was having a bad day. And I asked him, like, what's wrong with you? And he was like, nothing. There's nothing wrong with me. And I was like, but I can tell there is something wrong with you. You're acting weird. You're not your funny self. You're trying to be funny, but it's not funny. It's coming off like um, a little, a little harsh. Wow. Yeah, you do that when you're having a bad day. It's not funny. It's a tacky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you do that and your tone gets a little deeper and you kind of are like all business, which is definitely not your MO. (laughs) So like, I know when you're having a bad day, I do. So I kept asking him like, what's your deal? And he never caved and never told me that he was actually having a bad day, but he was. So I wanted to bring this to the podcast and say, what are ways that we can have a bad day? Is it okay to have a bad day at work? What do you do when you're having a bad day at work? And how can your coworkers help you through said bad day? So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. Thanks, Diana. And I like this for a couple of different reasons. Then I'm going to introduce the rest of the folks that are also here too. I like it because Diana introduced the episode. What a what a twist, right? So several of the more than workers were driving down the road just now when they heard Diana's voice started instead of Don's voice. And I think that man that was the hook you're intrigued now you want to you want to hear the rest of this diana shares a story that is true and and i don't you know the true in her mind she made it up i never have bad days i really don't really don't have bad days we'll talk we'll talk about that uh, again here in just a moment but let's introduce maybe the people who are also here diana royalty who did a great job of bringing this topic to us in fact if you want kind of a to reveal what's behind the curtain just a little bit we we throw out different topics amongst ourselves and we kind of brainstorm and talk about it we're all very polite and respectful as we are tearing down other people's ideas for podcasts and ideas that we want to bring to the table. We have a we have a good time, you know, with the banter of that. But this is, you know, Diana, Diana brought this topic. So Diana, thank you for the introduction there. Bethany Taff is also here and ready to go. Say hello, Bethany. Hello. Hello. Good. Glad good. That was it. That was all. Thanks, oh, Bethany. Uh, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. <laughs> we'll come back to you soon. Mary Ling uh, is also joining us. Say a little something into the microphone little something in the microphone. Ah, you nailed it. Tommy boy. That's a great reference there. Good job, Mary. (laughs) And then uh, our very own Don Harkey is, uh, is here as well. Don. Hello. There. Thank you. Was that, that sounded like goofy. Was that goofy? I don't, I don't know what I was trying to do there. Scooby. (laughs) I'm like Scooby-Doo. I was trying to do the the wise old man, like, hello. Hello. Okay. Well, that you're, yep. Wise and old. There you go. Don, Don Harkey. So, and of course myself, Matt Griswold. Now let's talk about this. Let's talk about this idea of a topic and I'm just going to be transparent as we begin, because I thought judging by the, the uh, title of the topic, I thought we were going a different direction and Bethany Taff was on the same page as I was. And so we thought this is going to be a, a good way to maybe start it. And then we'll come back come back to where Diana ultimately had it because sometimes our minds work differently. So Diana, the title of this is like the best ways to have a bad day, right? 
the yeah. title of the yeah best ways to have a bad day that's all we saw from the topic and i said that sounds like a fun topic let's talk about that because in my mind and more than workers you can kind of think about this if our title is the best ways to have a bad day you're automatically plotting on the things that you can do to potentially have a bad day right we're we're, we're automatically going oh man i've been down that road, that road before that was a horrible that was a horrible day and maybe one of the things that i would throw out there and that i want to hear from you because i think it's fun to touch on it like if you have a bad experience at home, maybe you didn't, you know, maybe, maybe my wife didn't get up and make me all the breakfast foods that I like. And, you know, she's normally fantastic. I say that for your facial reactions of my team, but also because all of my team knows Rianne and she's constantly making food and bringing it like it's one of her love languages. And I appreciate that she loves me like that too. I know she'll bring you, she'll bring you food. She's, she's looking at me with a cup of coffee that outside of the door. Cinnamon yeah, rolls. cinnamon rolls. She's a fantastic one. But maybe something didn't go well. Maybe the kids were a little extra difficult getting them out the door for school that morning. Maybe everybody didn't wake up on the right side of the bed. And then I automatically carry that frustration of trying to drive them out the door and to school. And then I've got to put on my happy face to record a podcast like this with my team, you know, and, and that's one of the best, one of the one of my simple ways to be able to sabotage a day is hanging on to that thing first thing in the morning to be able to say, okay, I'm just going to carry this mood, this vibe, this emotion for the rest of the day and see how that treats me. Uh, and it doesn't always work well. Do you guys have maybe one of those things that you would throw out there as a great way to sabotage your day? Mine is always tech issues. The minute one tech issue happens, my day is ruined. <laughs> I feel like all of technology is, yeah. is after me and I can't get anything to work right. And I want to like throw my computer against the wall. Man, that's Tech office issue. space, right? Office oh, space sorry. where they take the printer out to the field with a ball bat and then just I feel it. The printer. Mm -hmm. I feel it in my yeah. bones. Team builder. Just yeah, the, get our stress that, out. <laughs> that's that, it is a good team builder, Bethany. Uh, so Diana's is technology. Bethany, what were you going to add? Um, I was starting to make a list of all the ways that like, if I were going to have a bad day, this is kind of how I self-sabotage is like, mm -hmm. if I don't sleep, I don't get enough sleep. I don't look at my schedule. So I have no idea what's going on for the week. And then I, I'd like, don't talk to my coworkers about all the things and get questions answered and ask questions and all of that stuff. And we have no meetings, all of those things equal just brokenness. I'm not okay. It's funny because I'm on the opposite side of that. So <laughs> Bethany wants more meetings and more time to ask all the questions of all of us. Mm, that's I'm one of with my Bethany triggers. and organize okay. my schedule, which yeah. I also know Matt hates looking at his calendar. Oh, <laughs> uh, organize. Yes. Let's organize. Thank you, Bethany. That sounds wonderful. Uh, Mary, did you have, did you have a sabotage? Yeah. 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 So there's two. One is okay. like you get up in the morning and you accidentally hit your foot on like the little rolly thing on the edge of the bed, you know, like you cut your toe or you kick it. Uh, yeah, that's that's rude because it pounds all day and like you, <laughs> you, you try to get rid of it and it just doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. Or like this morning, I have no milk or creamer for my coffee. Mm. And as, as all of you know, there's a dairy farm like right down the street from <laughs> me that should always have milk in my refrigerator. Yeah, just hop in the tractor and go get some milk for the dairy for the coffee. Yeah. Doesn't work yeah. like that. That's that's that that's that idea of morning routine too. Like it seems like we're basing whether or not we're gonna have a good day or not by how well the morning goes, and that dictates the rest of the day. Don, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say for mine is probably if I decide that I'm gonna have a bad day, but I don't think about it 
to myself, like, I'm going to have a bad day today. It's usually something bad happens and you're like, oh, here we go. This is going to do it. And then you're like looking for it all the rest of the day. That's what I'll notice yeah. for myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, and I like that too, because if we have our mindset like that, man, we are looking for it. We're looking for, you know, the reasons to justify to stay upset. I know that there's people listening right now, just to be transparent. I know there's people listening right now saying, man, I wish I worked there because you guys are all cool. You know, I don't have cool people that I work with. When in reality, sometimes we also frustrate each other. We are our own frustration as well. So I know there's people maybe on this call. There's also people all over the place going to work right now that were like, you know what, if I could just work by myself and people would just leave me alone, I would have such great days, right? everything would be going smoothly and so i i apologize it's not not you it's me it's matt me. if you have a personal issue maybe you should bring it to hr yeah i'm just gonna That's say me that. bring it to me matt <laughs> file a, whose a issue do you have with hmm? uh hmm? Well, we're, well we'll call her uh liana and <laughs> i don't know i, I don't want to air our dirty laundry Okay, but sometimes fine. people are difficult too, which is really where this idea kind of came from, right? We are people-centric consulting group. We love to work with different people within organizations. In fact, we believe that people are the center of all the organizations. How do we work to continue to put people at the center of all of those organizations? And sometimes people are messy. I like to say it like you people are messy, which now all of a sudden it sounds offensive. But that when I say you people, like it's us, we're all in and out. We all ebb and flow. We all don't have fantastic, brilliant days every day. Where we just want to make sunshine and rainbows. That's not the way uh, life works. And, and I think we need to say this maybe first and foremost, because I think Mary brought up a good point too. Mary, you were talking about whenever we are messaging things to people, we're talking about leaders, right? We're talking about leaders and, and making sure that you, you know, as a leader, you never have a bad day. Do you want to kind of talk about that briefly here? Yeah. So when we go up? out, yeah. So when we go out and we talk about, you know, being a leader, we talk about leading people well, and you can't not lead. So people are always looking to you um, for leadership. So in, in, in my mind, I should always be in a great mood. I should always be on my best, you know, best of the best for the day. And there shouldn't be anything negative or bad going on. And shows me a smile on my face and I should be leading that group the best that I can every day, which we're talking about a different topic here. So I had, I had, I, I want us to connect the dots on that. Yeah, I wanted to clarify that. So I'm going to take us through maybe the conversation that 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 spawned there because Don, you said Mary, you bring up a great point by bringing that up, and maybe can you take it from there, Don, with your response of of what you had told Mary about about that that take. Yeah, I mean, when we train managers and say, look, everybody's watching you all the time. So when you have a bad day, it can rub off on everybody else. One of the things that we, uh, we're going to start adding this just to clarify it, I think, is it's not that you can't have a bad day. It's just how do you respond when you're having a bad day? It's understanding that other people, you're probably are going to rub off on other people. And really, though, if you're a good manager, and we talked about this a little bit as a team, if you trust your people a little bit, it's okay to say you're having a bad day. It's okay to be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, I'm having a bad day today. I'm a little bit in a bad mood. Not as a threat to everybody else, but just to let everybody give everybody else a chance to help you a little bit uh, and give you a little bit more grace during the day. We all need more grace some days than others. Yeah, so... Now, I feel like we've kind of come full circle that we can really have the conversation that we wanted to, to have. So in my mind, I had to kind of reframe the title of the podcast. So instead of best ways to have a bad day, where I immediately started thinking of ways, yeah, let's think of creative ways to sabotage the day. Let's think of some fun ways to throw this entire operation off its rails, right? Like instead of that, 
now we're thinking uh, the title in my mind is like license to have a bad day. And, you know, we do talk about a lot about leadership. We do talk about influence and how are you showing up and do you care? And I can, I can see how that's an easy transition to, wow, so I'm never allowed to have a bad day. And the reality is like you are, we are, we're going to have bad days, but I think it's our approach and our response to maybe that bad day that can make or break it for you, especially when it comes to leadership. So if we're talking about leadership and leadership as, you know, leadership equals influence, so positive leadership, maybe maybe let's let's start here. So if we recognize that we are going to have a bad day or we recognize that a bad day is inevitable, what are some things maybe as far as team is concerned that maybe need to be there in order for us to be able to have a bad day gracefully? I think the first thing is that you don't kick yourself for having the bad day, because if you kick yourself for having a bad day, I think it continues the bad day. And then I think sometimes if you're looking to continue the bad day, you're going to drag others into the bad day too. And I think that there's a nuance between that, because we just said it's okay to have a bad day and it's okay to be sad or be upset with other people around you. But what's not okay is that you try to make sure you ruin everybody else's day at the same time. That's not, when I say ruin everybody else's day, that doesn't mean, okay, we're all going to have a, I'm going to share something that's painful to me and make you sad. That's not what I'm saying, ruin your day. What I am saying is like the person who comes to the office and says, okay, I'm having a bad day with the company. So I'm going to go around and share with everybody else and tell everybody else, you're also having a bad day with the company. Everybody else hates the company too. Or the boss that sometimes comes in, I'm having a bad day. So I'm going to put everybody to work today. Like I've, I think we've all had those teachers that come in and they're having a bad day and they take it out on the students and they make sure that you also have a bad day through something unrelated to their bad day. I'm going to give you an extra quiz right now, or I'm going to yell at you or something like that. You have to be careful about what having the bad day looks like. Otherwise, I think you're going to perpetuate it. What is that phrase? Misery enjoys company or misery loves company, something like that. And I think we fall into that too. If I'm having the bad day, then I'm going to, I'm going to amplify that bad day to everybody. Diana, sorry, we stepped on your toes. What were you going to say? No, you're good. I was going to say, we've said the word grace in this podcast, like four times already. And we're only a few minutes in. And I feel like we should maybe describe what we mean by that. And when I say grace, I mean, just like honor someone else's presence, right? You can just, I'm, it's okay to be here in whatever state you're in. And I'm going to give you the grace to be in whatever state you're in today. Okay. I, I, so I, I like that. Don, what were you going to say? Diana's got a good example of that. Uh, remember when I called you and demanded that you get me a sandwich? <laughs> I do remember. How could I forget? How could I forget that? How could you forget that? So like I went to a speaking gig and it was, here's the setup. And I was going to go to this and it was at this nice country club and they had this huge lunch spread and everything else. And usually when I'm invited to speak out a lunch, lunch, speaking at a lunch, the prerequisite is that there will be lunch. And I get that sometimes like I have to speak while other people are eating, but they had the food set up way ahead of time and everything else. And they literally told me not to eat. Like they said, no, you can't, we didn't plan for you. You can't eat. It was a buffet, just saying, lots of food left over. But, and then the meeting, I was supposed to speak from like 1130 to 12, which wouldn't have been a big deal. But then they had this long meeting ahead of time and I couldn't start until like 1245 or something like that. And then they went to like 115 and it was like, so anyway, I'm done with this thing. It didn't go very well. I'm hangry. I'm upset. And I called Diana at the office and, and I thought I was gently asking her, Hey, could you please would you mind putting in an order for like get, for sandwich for Jimmy John's for me? But that's not the way I did it, apparently. Well, that's not exactly how you did it. I answered the phone. I was like, hey, man, what's up? And he was like, get me a sandwich. <laughs> These people didn't let me eat. 
I've been hungry for an hour. I'll be back in the office in 15 minutes. That was it. That was it. I may be, I may be exaggerating a tiny bit, but not a lot. Like you're still here. Well, you're still here. Yeah. Yeah. What's a great, well, yeah, so far she's been waiting for her moment. She's been biding her time. Seven years later, this is it. Revenge on it. You know, I think the idea, because we talked about grace, I think that was a great example of grace there because what did Diana do is she ordered me a sandwich. I did not ask for it the right way. I didn't deserve a sandwich in the way that I brought that up. But Diana said, gave grace and said, like, I'm going to recognize that Don's not normally like that. And I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm just going to help him out. And because of that, I got a delicious sandwich and felt much better and felt loved and respected and all that kind of stuff. And we can still laugh about it afterwards because later when everything cooled off and Diana said, do you know how that came across? And I'm like, I didn't like, I didn't even really replay it that way in my head. Like I thought in my mind, I was just being like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I thought happened in real. And and you were hangry. You were, I I understand hangry. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. Bethany. I have a question about that situation. So I don't think you said, how did you, so did you resolve that? Like Diana, did you say at some point, Hey Don, like you sounded kind of like a jerk when you called me or how'd that go down? Yeah, I did. I actually went to him later and I was like, do you know how you demanded that sandwich today? And he was like, what? He was happy and full and having a great day, you know? (laughs) And so I was like, um, do you know? Do you know how you spoke to me? And he was, was like, that, no. Was after my nap, I got my tummy full, playing <laughs> with my toys. <laughs> At least yeah. I think that's what I said. Something to that effect. You know, I, I wasn't mad about it. I just yeah. wanted him to like know what happened. Yeah, that's good. Well, it made me think because there was a, I heard, I heard, I'm not going to use their name because I didn't ask for their permission for this story, but I just thought of it because I just heard somebody talk about how they're in a leadership role and they, they were, they were just really burnt out. It was just a season where they were really, I mean, just exhausted. There was a lot going on their time. Like they just didn't have control of their time. People would kind of pop in and say, Hey, to them a lot, or want to talk to them or, you know, people who are like outside of the organization, whether that was like a board board member, a donor or whatever. And somebody had, had come into their office and wanted to just talk to them and they didn't have an appointment or some anything and so somebody one of the staff members said hey do you want to hey somebody's here to talk to you and this person like snapped and they said do you have she said you know do, do you have time to talk to them and and this person said no I don't have time and what she didn't know was that this person was in the the room next door and heard the response and so so it was a moment where if that person knew what, what all was going on in that particular leader's space and world, they might have had some grace. But if they didn't know that now, now this this leader has to go and and say, how do I resolve this now? Because it's OK that you have days like that. It makes sense if you know what all is happening in the background. But we talked about like, so, OK, so then that's okay. That's going to happen. It's kind of inevitable at some point, but how do you resolve it? So that's why I asked that question of like, how did you guys resolve that basically? So. Well, and the other part of that is like Don and I, at that time of that story, we hadn't worked together for a decade like we have now, but we still had built a lot of trust together. And I think that that's integral to being able to like have a bad day is I trusted Don. He trusted me. 
he knew that I was going to get him that sandwich. Probably however he asked for it, I was going to get it for him because that's what he needed. I'm a team player. That's what in the moment he asked for it. And I got it for him. It also wasn't my job to get him sandwiches. I should also be clear about that, but like he needed something. Right. And so as his team member, he felt comfortable enough to reach out to me and ask for it. So I feel like the trust aspect was already there. So it was okay for him to have a bad day and a bad moment. Yeah. And that trust is probably built from a thousand moments like that, right? We oftentimes think of like, okay, as a team, it's working without conflict and working really closely with each other and being in a good mood together. And that's what leads to a really good team. It's actually, I think what leads to even a higher trusted relationship is having the bad days together and getting through it and being able to have the conversations, Bethany, like you pointed out to say like, that didn't go as well as you thought it did, or that came across kind of rough. Uh, and not in a judgmental way. You didn't bring that up judgmental. You just said like, oh, you should be aware of this because it helps me to recognize in the moments where I am really frustrated or those times come up that I have a chance of doing it better in the future. But it also helps me know that Diana would tell me that if that happened again, if something came up. That's great. Don, uh, I'm sorry, Diana, go ahead. I was going to say, again, we talk a lot about like vulnerability and humility as part of leadership. And I think when you are having a bad day, being vulnerable and saying, man, I'm just, it's just a rough day for me, or, Hey, I, I think I'm, I've snapped at you a few times today and I'm sorry that humility and that vulnerability really does create the trust. And I think those moments create trust way more than everything is good all the time. Right. And if you have trust in a relationship, then those, those moments maybe aren't as bad or as escalated as they, as they could be. So anybody else have a Don snapped at me story that we want to share? Matt, no? stop that it. Was not, that was not Don, the story that I shared, by the way. Uh, oh, oh, oh. It's too late. I already wrote that down. Keeping it for my file. Okay, so there's a couple of different things. A couple of different things that, that you know, came to me while we were having this, having this conversation. First of all, we talked about this idea of psychological safety or trust or team needs to be there. Diana asked a good question of how are we describing or defining this idea of grace? And, and to me, I kind of define it the same way, Don, as, as what the direction that you were going, or maybe Bethany was going there too, is, is grace to me is like benefit of the doubt, recognizing that I also have bad days. They have a bad day too, or I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're never like this. This is like an out of character moment, which kind of takes me to the next thought here is there's some don'ts around having a bad day too. Just because we have license to have a bad day, just because we have that 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 license to be able to have a bad day does not mean that there aren't some things that you know a, a right way or a wrong way maybe to manage that too. How do we feel maybe about some of those wrong ways to be able to manage the bad day? Don, you brought up one where I'm going to uh, consistently bring other people into that. I'm going to share that I'm having a bad day with everybody, not in a healthy way. I'm just going to bring other people down too. I'm miserable. I want other people to be miserable about uh, you know with me. I'm frustrated by this at work. I can't believe I'm the only one passionate about that. We can disguise those bad days as almost engaged, but it's really toxic behavior. I, nobody else is as passionate about that thing. And I want to bring everybody down and I'm going to take it, take it out on people. It also maybe seems to me that, man, I don't want to take grace for granted. If you are that person, don't take grace for granted. Meaning if you're having repeatedly bad days over and over and over again, that's no longer just a bad day. This is just you. Now, this is just you and you are exhibiting that with the team and we're not even saying, I'm not even, I won't go as far as to say it's not justified the way that, that you might be feeling. There might be a very good reason why you're feeling that way. Uh, but I would also say that that's probably even more of a reason to be able to try to engage 
uh, maybe your manager or some peers, maybe somebody outside of the organization too, to help you through that. So I don't want this to be, so they said I could have a bad day. Now it's turned into a bad three weeks and you're bringing, you know, kind of a wet blanket on the environment too. Don, what were you going to add? I think a lot of that starts, we talk about giving other people grace when they have a bad day. I think that starts by giving yourself grace when you have a bad day. I think that's a big piece of it. You know, I think I've used this example before, but, you know, I've recently started to meditate, you know, in the mornings. And when you meditate, one of the things is you're supposed to sit there and concentrate on just breathing and not wander off into thought. Well, if you've ever tried doing that, you're going to wander off into thought. You'll sit there and suddenly you're thinking about your grocery list or what you're going to do tomorrow or some weird just stuff just pops into your head. And one of the things that they say when you're doing that is you can start to get angry with yourself. And I just spoke to somebody recently who says, oh, I tried meditation. It was terrible. It was the most frustrating thing. And I'm like, what was so frustrating about it? And they said, I couldn't do it. I could focus on breathing for maybe a minute. And then I would start wandering off in thought. And then I would just kick myself because I can't do this really simple thing. And it's the kick yourself part that is where it goes really bad. It's not the fault. It's not the first mistake. It's the second one. It's the idea that you don't give yourself grace when you do have a bad day or you make a mistake. If you do wander off, and I did it again this morning, I was thinking, and I was, I got into a pretty good state and then started to kind of drift a little bit. And you just observe that you're drifting is what you're supposed to do and just kind of see, oh, I'm drifting off a little bit. I'm supposed to get back on and not kick yourself for it. Just, just observe it and then bring it back. I think that gives yourself some grace and that helps you break out of that cycle. Yeah. And to me, there's this element, you know, and, and with, with ourselves, the grace or with our team, the team uh, some grace as well too but to me there's this aspect of respect so it's the trust thing as well like when diana had brought that back up to dawn about the sandwich if we're talking about the the great sandwich incident of 2019 or whatever it was i don't know how, how long that how long ago that was but it seems like there's an element of respect diana respected dawn enough and the relationship enough and the trust you know was there enough i respect that that our relationship enough to be able to bring that up we talked about bethany did a good job of talking about the circling back there like there's got to be an opportunity if i recognize that it was bad managers people we have to kind of own up to that but at the same time there has to be this this idea of circling back to that incident too out of respect, not a, not as a gotcha, not as a frustration point, but out of respect for maybe both of the people involved. Does that make sense? Or do you see where I'm going with that? I don't know what you're trying to say, Matt. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Perfect. Respect for everybody else. Diana? <laughs> I was going to say, I do. I mean, giving people grace to have bad moments or react in bad ways doesn't mean that you give people grace to like treat you like crap all the time. Right. And right. I think, I think going back to it and circling back in a healthy way and saying like, Hey, do you know how you're coming off? Or do you know that you snipped? Or do you know that you're being snarky this week? Like what's going on with you and asking the question instead of saying like, don't ever do that to me again. I, I think instead of saying, putting it on you, put it back to them and say like, what's going on? Do you want to talk about some things? Like, did I do something to upset you? Are you frustrated with a situation that you're not explaining to me? But like, let's ask some questions and dig into where some of the anger is coming from. Yeah. And if you're listening right now going, man, I can never have that conversation with the people that I work with. There's no chance I would have that conversation with the people that I work with. Then I think, I think we, you know, go back to step number one, that kind of goes back to that, that, you know, what are you doing to be able to help build trust in the relationships that, that you potentially have? If you're a manager, maybe a good thing to ask yourself is, man, have I created an environment to where my people feel safe about bringing me those types of things. Cause I want to have that relationship. I need to have that partnership with these people that I'm also being trusted to, to lead. This is why leadership is, is difficult, right? 
I, th I think some of the do's and don'ts, and we can share some of these too. If you recognize that you're having a bad day, recognize it, try to, try to, uh, you know, maybe get out in front of that just a little bit and apologize, <laughs> apologize ahead of time. But I think there's also a couple of other tangible things, which is what I wanted to hear maybe from you all too. Tangible things. If I recognize maybe I'm having a bad day, I would just try to avoid any, any emotional decisions at that time. Don talked about this is extra work for you guys or the quiz today, or, you know, those types of things. Try to try to remove yourself, recognizing it's not necessarily the circumstance of the people, but emotional decisions, man, emotional decisions, kind of the emotion clouds our judgment, which leads to these decisions. And you can really take that bad day and make it a lot worse by making some of those decisions, not in your best moment. Don? There's a lot of brain science that talks about that. If you are angry, you don't think very clearly. Like you're thinking with a different part of your brain than you do when you're thinking logically. And it's not the type of brain, not the area of your brain that you want to be making decisions. You tend to want to hurt other people. You tend to want to attack. You tend to be turt. So if you feel yourself being angry, the thing that we like to say is don't fight angry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Diana just reacted weirdly to something I said. I don't know what that was. <laughs> you say that you're being turt? Like turt? what is turt? Isn't, isn't turt a real word? Is everybody turt? looking at me weird? Maybe. I don't know what that is. Though. I'm going to Google that. We're going to look at turt. I think you meant Kurt. Kurt or is hurst. Turt. 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 Terribly curt. Turt. <laughs> turt. Making a. I'm what sorry. does turt stand for? Urban <laughs> Dictionary pops up immediately, but See, not a real. Word. Not a real word. <laughs> and then, and, and then five five searches yeah. down, I'm into sea turtles already. So I don't know that that Tur was for turtle. That's what it I is. I think you turt. combined terse and curt in your brain. I think I did too. So yeah. Yeah. And, and the best part, and, and by the way, we should absolutely leave this in to the podcast <laughs> for, for Julie, who edits for us. Absolutely leave this part in because now I'm starting to have a bad day. And I'm sorry. This is my sorry. And he has to lead somebody through a strategy after this. So, yeah, so thanks a lot. Good. When people get all frustrated and judgy if I made up vocabulary, that's when I really get frustrated. <laughs> that's when I really get proclimpted. <laughs> But you're aware of it so give yourself some grace and don't attach to other people's comments and move on and be nicer to people thank you for talking me down feel about did it. you hear that that was great that was good good job mary nice job Turk. um i have can i add here yeah please go ahead Bring okay so some things that i was thinking about with this of just ways to like when you are having a bad day what like what else can you do i think one kind of like what what Don just did, but just being vulnerable and honest about where you're at that day. If you're walking into work and you're like, I'm not a hundred percent on my game, like just let people know you don't have to do it in a super negative or like dramatic way. But I think you can let people know that if it's like, maybe I just got off the phone and it was not a good phone call that I just had. And I have to jump right into another meeting. You might even just let the person know that you're in a meeting with like, Hey, you know what? I just went, I just kind of had to a hard call right before this. So I just want to let you know that like my brain's a little bit distracted with that. I'm going to do my best to be here right now, but that just happened. I think also for me, like if you can find a break in your day to like, just take a breather or like when we were, I think we were talking about like processing sort of what's going on in your brain too. I think Diana, you were talking about that. And for me, if you're like me, Sometimes I have to write it down to process through it. And so like, if it's in my brain and I just need to get it out of my brain because it's like cycling through and I'm just getting more frustrated and bitter about something, I might need to take a minute and just kind of like write down what's going on um, inside. 
And then for me too, is like also just ways to not have a bad day is like building time for myself to get organized. So that might mean like, I have to block off time on my calendar to say like, I have to use this to get organized and think about something or look at my calendar or plan or whatever, so that I don't have a bad day. And like, really like, like make that time secure and, and don't, don't let anything invaded if you can. So anyways, those are my, my tips. You're saying there's proactive ways, proactive ways we can avoid trying to have a bad day too. Diana, go ahead. I was going to say, I love those. And Bethany is like such an emotionally responsible human. And she's like very highly emotionally intelligent. And so I was going to say like, I'm not, and I, I'm not aware enough when I'm having a bad day. I feel like I can play it off, you know, Everyone knows I'm having a bad day. I get very snippy. I'm a snippy, snarky, bad day person. And so I think I process that later and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so, I was such a jerk today. Like I need to go back. And then I intentionally go back and apologize to the people that I was snarky to and snipped at. And I think that builds the trust too. Like if you're not aware enough or emotionally intelligent enough to go do those things, go yeah. apologize later. I think that's great. Cause you're not always going to, you're not always going to get it right. Like everybody's going to have a moment where it's like, I just, I'm sorry. I didn't even think through that. my, my yeah. brain just reacted and, but it's I like, will, but what you said, that's important. I will look forward to that apology later today, mm-hmm. Diana. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I apologize to all of you, but, yeah, but today's snark apology. is just like normal snark. <laughs> Let's continue what we're doing here because I know we need to wrap up anyway there. So I think those are good tangible tips there that Bethany gave, Diana gave. Mary, Don, any other tips here maybe that we would give on maybe how to proactively try to help yourself not have a bad day? But what if I I catch myself having that bad day? Any other tips around uh, how to do that gracefully too? Mary? Yeah. So I like what Bethany said, how like she has to write down to process. I have to mentally work through it. And sometimes it can take me 24 hours to process. So I'm the person that comes into a meeting and you say something to me and I'm like, hmm. And then somebody else answers it. And I'm like, uh, I, I really need to come back tomorrow on that one. And so I, I am that internal processor. So for me, if these situations occur, like I've got to really be aware that I'm having a bad day and I've got to figure out how to like, And I'm going to be real honest. I either got to cry it out or go take a walk and breathe it out. Or I've got to get out of the mind space that I'm in on it. So I've got to physically do something that gets it out of my system. And then normally it it can take me a full day to really be back to that, but coming back the next day and that awareness and then kind of checking myself on what occurred previously and yesterday, and then fixing that. And like, like was said here, creating that psychological safety with those others and being like, Hey, I'm really sorry this happened yesterday and letting people know that I'm a processor and letting people know what I went through. So that way they can understand for next time if something like that comes up. Awesome. Thank you, Mary. Don? Yeah, I think, I mean, the theme for today has been grace, right? You have to have grace for others, have grace for yourself. And I think you also have to check your narrative. Like when you're starting to have a bad day, make sure that the narrative isn't getting hyperbolic. Can I say, is that a real world? That's a real word, word, right? No word. Yeah, That's a real word. Thank you so much. Thanks, Diana. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> did I say that snarky? Uh, it, it's, and then what I mean by is, what I mean by that is to say, if you are thinking of like, well, man, everything's terrible and nobody likes me and all that kind of stuff, that, that's not a true narrative. So I think sometimes when that narrative is coming in, I think you have to check it a little bit. I like what Mary said, of taking some time to process that a little bit and make sure you're, you're being realistic with yourself. 
Thanks, Don. And, and, and I think maybe the thing that I would add to this, we have done podcasts about this. We talk about it a lot with our clients and, and just when speaking in general, but trying to avoid that, that assigning intent for the reason why people are doing the things. And we feel, we tend to feel like very, very victim mentality whenever we're having a bad day and it's us against the world. And I like Don, how he kind of started to walk into that, but man, it's easy for us to get to that point. And I would just, I would just say, take a step back instead of trying to decide why people are doing the things that they're doing to purposely ruin your day. It's probably not true. It's probably not how things are going. And what is one thing that maybe you can do just to try to flip the script and maybe take a step forward out of that? Just one there's, thing. You don't there's an old saying. Way. There's an old saying on that, Matt. It's check yourself before you wreck yourself. Before you wreck yourself. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. And that, that, that fits. The old that adage. Fits here too. That's a new title for this podcast. That's good. <laughs> old English adage there. Mary, were you going to add to that? Were you going to add to Don? Yeah, you think about what you bring about. Oh, wow. There we go. Good. That's good. That's good. All right. So let's, uh, let's wrap this up. I, I appreciate that was backwards. You guys, what you bring about what you think about. Is that oh. right? You think, about oh, it's you, you bring about, bring about what you think hey. about. You bring Somebody, about what uh, you think about. That's what it is. Yeah. Thanks for that correction. Okay. Uh, measure yeah. twice, cut once. Wrap up. Um, all of those things. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's, let's move to uh, wrap up here. Thanks for your feedback. I, I, I love the topic I did, even though we kind of started from a place where I thought the title was going to be a little more cantankerous than what it uh, turned out to be there. But I think we covered, covered ground uh, very well though. So I hope you all enjoyed the topic. If you have other topics, man, we're starting to hear from people. I think Bethany's heard from some people. Diana's heard from some people. People are emailing us, Mary, I know you had somebody reach out to you, different topics. People are emailing us and, and, uh, trying to uh, you know ask ask different questions or clarification on other podcasts we have recorded we love that how do people get in touch with us diana if they wanted to add something to or maybe clarify something that we've said any of that yeah you can email us at more than work at peopleccg.com or you can find us on all of the social media our media handles are at peopleccg or at peoplecentric and we know that you don't want to share stuff on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. So the email is easy. It's safe. It's secure. It goes directly to me. And I, if you tell me, we just won't share any personal information and we'll help you if you just need help. So yeah, reach out. Yeah. Sometimes the biggest network of influence for this is, is you all right? Helping, you know, real life examples from, from one of our listeners that I promise you are not on an island. You are not the only one going through that. Feel free to throw these out here and we can, you know, also maybe help connect some dots for you too, with some of the other struggles we're hearing from across the country um, as well. So more than work, check us out on podcast, share the podcast with your friends and family where you hope you enjoyed it. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the more than work podcast. Join us next time, and in the meantime, lead well.